Listening to the KSR Football Podcast. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. It's the KSR Football Podcast. Back in action. How's everybody doing today? How are you, Austin? I'm fantastic. You look just ecstatic, and I like the swag you're rocking today with the team issued apparel. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to suit up right now. You I mean you look like you just came out out of a workout. Were you out kicking? Yeah, I was. And How'd it go? It was good. Did you miss any? No, I never miss. Never. I've never seen you miss. I yeah. was kicking too. You were not. You were selling insurance. I can tell by looking at you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and if you look at me, you probably thought I was asking for change on the side of Nicholsville <laughs> Road. But that's where I am today. Hey, you can make good money doing that. Can. Yeah. Uh, many people are saying that. Uh, you also look like you just got back from Nashville, Charles Walker. I did. I did get back from Nashville. Um, was there to support the Cats and had a little fun doing so. Yeah, I'm glad you boys survived. Yes. I'm jealous I didn't get to go. The FOMO was real all weekend, but it's good to see you all here. I worried about you. It was uh, Friday night got a little rowdy. Uh, met Chuck out and about. Uh, that it, was, we, it was the talk of the town, really. Everywhere we went, people just followed. It was almost like the Beatles. Something like that. Something like that. Um, someone may have or may have not karaoke'd. Yeah, someone also just like secretly slid out because he hit a wall and was like, buddy, you got to cover a football game tomorrow. You need to get the hell out of here. But I did get convinced to karaoke at – Oh, uh, don't say you got convinced. Right when we walked in there, <laughs> you put your name in and then gave the guy money to go next. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's not like you, you were convinced to do it. Okay, I may or may not have – yes, okay. I, so I wrote my name in as soon as he walked in. It was the Printer's Alley one, though, so it wasn't like – It wasn't mainstream. It wasn't the big Broadway one where you got to be, like, talented, you know. Oh, you can yeah. just go in there and scream into a microphone, uh, which I did. And, folks, I think I think I've got to retire my, my karaoke song. Why are you going to retire I it? just – I wasn't my feeling humps. it. No, it's uh, Roses by Outkast. It's, it's been my go-to for years, and I don't, I don't – it just didn't feel right. I went up there, and I, I gave it my all, but I just – it didn't have the, the same um, – Maybe you're too it's eager. Like, like in Rookie of the Year when Rosengardner uh, loses his power and can't throw? Yeah, I just – it was – I tried to do the, lost it. the microphone hump too, and it just didn't really – You tried the microphone hump. Oh, he definitely oh. did you know, the microphone you, you hump. Have, you're oh. married, and you have a child on no, the way. No, but you got to use the stand <laughs> as a prop. You gotta like get real low, and you gotta shake it spinning around. Uh-huh. So it's, it's like your date, you know. You're twirling it around, and I just even it. It just the chemistry wasn't there with the microphone. I don't know if it's because I was in that godforsaken state of Tennessee that I was just a little off my game. But it just it wasn't all the way there, Chucky. You didn't get to witness my best performance. It was good. That, I, mean, I it was apologize. Good. Yeah, you know. I've, I've I think old age is getting you, man. You just need to accept it. I've accepted it 
you just can't hump microphones I, like you used to. I just, I, I think I just need to change it up. I think I just need a new song. If I do that, I, I'll really get a little bit more enthusiastic. But from uh, from someone who's never seen me karaoke before, Charles, I need you to grade my performance. I'm gonna go. I mean, I like the song, but when we're in Nashville, I just feel like you got a karaoke country song. I'm gonna give you a seven point seven. See, that is you're you're way too kind. Um, I should be my own harshest critic, but if it was Eddie Grand back there, he would have pointed out that, you know what, the hips just weren't loose right there. And you, you got to be able to cover your basics. It's like what he said about Chris Rodriguez. Great game, but you missed the blitz pickup. I mean, you, you got the crowd the into it, pickup. though. You got the crowd into it. Okay. So It was at least that. Um, but we did enjoy quite a few cocktails. Um, I was. It's a good thing I Irish get bad because if I did not, I was going to feel very rough the next morning. You, however, though, just powered right on through into the game. Anything for the cats. What was it like to be able to enjoy a cold adult beverage legally while watching the Kentucky Wildcats play football? It was pretty nice because, one, people do it at Kroger Field anyways, let's be honest. Yes, yes. But the university is not making any money on that. Right. At least Vanderbilt is making something. What kind of selection did they have? Uh, mostly domestics, 16-ounce cans. Uh, I heard they were $9. Is that report Ni- true? Yeah, 9 or 8, something like that. I'd pay $9 for a cold domestic at a U.K. football game. I would. I'd probably I would, and I did. I'd probably pay it several times over and over. I think that that was the case for me. Yeah, and the, the thing is, too, is not only did it make the game more entertaining, but it also provided its own entertainment later on. And, Charles, feel free to lie to me and tell me that you started the Cup Snake. Oh, I did not, but they were right behind me. Did you contribute? Yes, absolutely. Well, we wondered today on their morning show, what age group uh, started it? Were they college anywhere kids? From, I'd say yeah, anywhere from 20 to 32. Oh, wow. It was an assortment of people, which was okay. kind of – It, was, it was clearly a group effort. Yes, oh, definitely. It sounds like it was also a bonding experience where you may not have known the person, but it's just fans who love the cats and love cold – domestic beers my favorite thing is that the uk athletics instagram had them in their <laughs> highlight video <laughs> yeah <laughs> i noticed that too for like five seconds it hey don't, we don't we don't condone alcohol but hey we're gonna put it in our highlight video <laughs> the, the very end was a guy starting a cat's chant who couldn't like clap or do the hand signals because he was double fisted <laughs> well you heard that they also did the cat's chants but they changed the last four letters in the c-u-p-s <laughs> cups, cups, cups. Yeah. yeah. I had friends there too, and they were telling me it was the most fun UK football game of all time. It was also packed. I mean, it yeah. was, our side was filled to the brim. Yeah. And, and what was that like 20 or 30 people? Yeah. I mean, still, yeah. it was. They, they showed up in two minivans. It, it looked, well, yeah, their sideline. So they so reported 22,000. I bet you there was actually like 15 there. But I bet every bit of 70% of them were U.K. fans. Yeah, I agree. And especially in, like, the second quarter when the sun was out, everybody was on that one side. And it was it was a lot of fun, especially, like, you know the players love it when it's third down and, like, they're being able to pump up the entire stadium and they're, it's a road game. That place, it's, it's a very weird, bizarre stadium. It's very junky, but the fans flood it and – it was just – it was a fun experience. I wish I could have been in the stands to join you, Charles. But I'm just were, – were you able to take the cup momentum and go straight out to the establishments 
in downtown Nashville. Yeah, I was there with my family and a couple other families, and we went to a restaurant called DeSano's, a pizza joint, coal-fired, watched the, I guess it wouldn't have been the Oklahoma-Baylor game, or would have been the beginning of that? Yeah. Yeah, that so we watched, the, we watched the beginning of that, and then went back to the house, watched the end of that, and then did make it out to uh Oh, man, Midtown. that's impressive, because if I would have gone back to a, a, a house, I would have been asleep. There's, you know, from all that microphone humping. That's what it was. Wore you out. See, I didn't do that, so I had some energy. <laughs> yeah, plenty of energy left. You're, all, you also like the age, <coughs> the hangovers, Drew. Uh, people give you crap. There's for no like such thing as a hangover. Right? Attack hard. it. Oh, it's just. Yeah, I used to have that mindset. You'll get there. They'll sneak up on you. They really do. You can't beat them forever. You can't be hungover when the cats win. It's true. And yeah. You can't be hungover when the cats win six this week. Oh, you're and then they exactly went right. seven against the Quartnels, and then we won a bowl game, finished Louisville? eight and five. Now we call it Louisville. Yep. Man, can I just say that Governor's Cup is all the way back. The moving it, it had a lot of benefits for Kentucky moving it from the first game of the year to the last game of the year. But the big thing we've been missing is like a month of just talking trash. As soon as I got home Saturday night, just the trash talk begun. I witnessed a $100 bet straight up on the game and just unending, like, it's on. It's on for the next two weeks because Louisville plays Syracuse. Syracuse sucks. If they lose that game, then then Kentucky's going to win by a million. UT Martin sucks. Kentucky's going to win by a million. So it's two weeks of nonstop trash talk, and I'm so excited, Drew, because it feels like like the hate. They were so bad last year, Drew, that we couldn't really just show our hate because they wouldn't even fight back. We wouldn't even get them swinging. They just took the. They just ate them. Yeah, I'm the biggest Louisville hater on the planet, and I gotta say, I'm impressed by what Scott and his tots have done in year one. Mm-hmm. It just shows you how much Petrino had checked out <laughs> <laughs> last year. That you know, I mean, they they weren't capable of doing anything a year ago, and he's already got them bowl eligible. A little worried about that game, I'll admit it, uh, to close out the year. But the win uh, this past weekend over Vanderbilt got us going to a bowl game. Happy times right now. Yes, put the Tennessee game behind us. Even the Eddie Grand haters better shut up because he called a perfect game at Nashville. It was just a lot of fun to see him get the win column. And we'll have plenty of time to talk about that game. But for now, I just want all of the Louisville fans out there to know, like, congratulations. You beat terrible ACC teams week after week. Oh, you think Vanderbilt's bad? Your schedule is just a bunch of Vanderbilts. The ACC <laughs> sucks. It's absolute human garbage. They're terrible. So we might job. see uh, a second ACC opponent after Louisville in a bowl game. Heard as Virginia, right? Virginia, Virginia Tech, Miami. It's all on the table. It's all on the table. I think Charlotte on New Year's a little noon kickoff. Belt bowl. Belt no, bowl. Belt. Everybody likes a little belt. Is probably the most likely. Wait, uh, that's on New Year's Day. New Year's Eve. December 31st. Oh, wow. Yes. So you'd get the morning tailgate and then the can you make it to midnight challenge. Which <laughs> Come if, on. If we know Charles Walker, yeah. your boy's making it to midnight. And I won't have any microphone thrusting early in the day unless we get freaky on the pregame show. Then, you know. There will be no microphone humping on the pregame show. <laughs> I hope not. But I, I will say it's really nice that we don't have to worry about uh, bowl eligibility. Yeah. That. Well, let's wait. For after this week. That's true. That, okay, please. Charles, you can take it game by game. I'm not going to take it game by game. I don't even know Wait. who we played this week. <laughs> UT Martin. It's, UT it's Martin. A, they are All in right. Tennessee. Um, okay. and their last names are Martin. 
I know this isn't a basketball show, but remember, uh, they were supposed to beat Evansville, Evansville by 100 last week. So anything can happen. I'm with Charles. Let's game at a time. Get those uh, Skyhawks. Well, the, the reason – We just get off to a hot start, and they'll quit, and we're ready to rock. There we go. And, and here's the thing, too, is getting upset in basketball is much easier than getting upset in football. Agreed. You see it in the subway tournament. And in football, when you have a team like Kentucky – I mean, you can just run the damn ball for 400 yards and keep it out of their hands, and that's exactly what they did against Vanderbilt. Yep. Vanderbilt did nothing defensively except, you know, the play where Rose handed them a touchdown. Other than that, UK, whatever they wanted to do, they were doing it. And I think some of it, like somebody asked me, they were like, so why is Kentucky running the ball so much better this week? I think some of it is just – the guys are easier to block against Vanderbilt than they are for Tennessee. Vandy's defensive line stinks. They couldn't tackle very well. But also, Chris Rodriguez and Cavassier Smoke, those guys, they, they say after so many games you're no longer a freshman anymore. They aren't playing like freshmen. And Tower was calling him mini Benny, Chris Rodriguez. Those runs he had, Austin, to get first downs were just incredible. Yeah, I wonder how he feels about that nickname, though. I feel like I don't know how proud of that you could be because it's got the little in it. Like, I feel like he it's wants to pretty, be his own person. It's a pr- pretty good pretty good player to be compared to, though. Yeah, but that's like, it's not that's like, like saying him. you'll never live up to him. You'll all, he'll always be a little Ooh, better. They're than not you. like it's or, mini Mikel Horton. I mean, it, it's <laughs> – son. Well, I'm just trying to pick a random U.K. running back. No offense to him. Good what, person, good his, rapper. What's his rap name? Fuego. Uh, Fuego. Fuego. I didn't mean to single him out, but, I mean, you're being compared to the the best that's ever played here. I think he's okay with that. Yeah, 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 but at some point he needs his own nickname. That's not. Well, what if, but, I mean, like Chance Poor right now, if we called him Mini Mac, that that would be the ultimate compliment. But it's still not, though, because it's like you're smaller than that person. Like, I don't know. To me, I wouldn't want to be like, I'd be like, no, I'm I'm me. You know what I'm saying? From like Le- McGinnis. LeBron okay. doesn't want to be called Lil Kobe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what about I, all right, I'll give it. I'll let it slide for his freshman season. Okay. But going forward, like, I like Hot Rod too. Hot I like Hot Rod, one. but then that makes me think of uh, Rodrigo <laughs> Blankenship, the kicker for Georgia. C Rod is what I use on the live ball because it's the fastest, and it's yeah. you, you know who you're talking about. It's very uh, distinctive. Uh, also, we could go cats. Go indeed. Cats. We could go. What about uh, Uncle Baby Benny? Uncle Baby. I don't That's know. A, that is a not a Uncle nickname. Baby Billy. Uncle Baby Benny. Yeah. Uh, you know what they say about nicknames? You want them to be three words. <laughs> 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 he did look good, though. You can call him whatever you want. Yeah, he's a stud. He's we can call him Chris. I, I couldn't. Be, yeah, that, call him by his name. <laughs> yeah, That's big crazy C. idea. Big I C. was shocked that your boy, head coach Mark Stoops, named Rose the starter immediately after the game. So. On one hand, I mean, all right, this is coming from the man who was not shy about bashing him last week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I understand, like, you want to he, – he is your upperclassman. He's done a lot for you. You want to be nice to him. Um, I, but my thing is, is Rose would be better suited not as the starting guy, right? Like, wouldn't he be better if you're grinding away with Rodriguez and then – Rose comes in and hits a big yeah, play. A home run hitter. And then, like, third down, he's good at pass protection. Throw him in then. Yeah, I felt bad for Rose on that fumble because if he doesn't fumble that, 
he's probably putting up insane numbers. I mean, he's still <laughs> – that was his yeah. last carry. He had four carries for what? 60-something yards. Yeah, I mean, he was going to run all over them all day. And that one mistake, he never came back again. And that first big run he had was actually just a really nice run. He made a couple people yeah. really stayed up. That yeah, 24-yarder first carry. Wasn't the typical. Yeah. He just kind of got lucky and no one touched him. So, he, yeah, he gets a 24-yard run where it's really impressive. And then a 49-yard two, run. Two touches later. And you're like – I, I was and getting then ready did to a Bobby say Bobby Boucher and threw the ball at the defender. I was getting ready to say like, "Hey, I I'm eating crow. I talked a lot of crap last week. I messed up. AJ still got it." And then he gets stripped. And really, if you don't have that strip and score, McGinnis, it's a 38-7 game or even more. What was yeah. the spread? It was ten. Ten. I, it got bet up. I to don't 10. dabble in that stuff. <laughs> I mean. Vandy was worse than advertised, and they that's were. saying a lot for, like, a 2-7 and seven team. But I don't think there's a better – they're going to see two more Vandys to end the year, at least defensively. All right, I'll say one one more Vandy. That Louisville game, it's a, it's a rivalry game, so it's going to be close. They give up a lot of points. There's no way they could be as bad as Vandy. There's just no they, way. They're, not they're better at, uh, offensively, we but defensively they still – They don't know how to tackle. We yeah. could have yeah. spotted Vandy 30 points and still won that game. Well, they, you did spot them 14. Spot, yeah, <laughs> I mean, a quick close 14. To it. Um, even though they did on the second play of the game snap it over the dude's head down on the goal line. <laughs> yep. Uh, how about and those helmets? I, the one impressive thing I saw from Vandy was the helmets. Yeah. Those are pretty sharp. Their jerseys were not. I mean, they're I thought you all were there. I'm surprised they let them wear those because on TV, there wasn't that much of a difference in UK's white and Vandy's whatever gray. that was. Yeah, it was like a really white gray. Yeah, I don't too. know how it, it looked in person. A dark gray. I could, or maybe I should adjust my TV settings. That could also be it. I don't know. I didn't notice it. Um, but the all-whites, though, the Charles Walker special. They Cats weren't losing in the Charles Walker. I should have known right then and there. Should have bet the house. But that's what you get. If you're scared, go to church. Um, Truth. So one thing that I didn't admit, like I forgot to mention about the cup snake that was one of my favorite parts of the game and one of Drew's favorite parts of the game is the cameo by one yes. bully McCall. And Drew, how does it feel to be the president of not only the Nick Richards fan club but also the Marquand Bully McCall fan club? I don't think I've gone public with it. I was messaging you yesterday to let you know that he dibs on Bully McCall. He's my not just favorite player on this team. He is my all-time favorite UK player. Wow. Yeah. The fact that he almost – in- Charles and Austin. <laughs> the fact that he almost intentionally leaves his jersey up on – sitting on top of his belly so it's always <laughs> hanging out. I, I'll say it. I kind of liked a little – Little extra nudge when he ran when the player ran in to start the game. Oh, that was a, I like the video of, of him yelling from the bench at the cup snake. Everything Bully McCall does, I'm for. Big fan. Announcing it now, I'm president of the Marquan Bully McCall fan club. That little jab he got at the end was pretty awesome. Did he jab him or did he just run into his belly? Oh, he threw a little shoulder in there. But, you know, or maybe he just put some flubber on that belly. That's what I'm That's saying. That's probably what it's made out of. And I'll say he did not move his feet. He was in position. I have no problem with that nudge. They would have called a charge. He invaded in his space. Yeah. That was his personal space. Yeah. It was really just a defensive maneuver to protect yes. himself. He did not. It was not malicious. He I, was just holding ground. That's he. Literally ran into a brick wall. <laughs> we joke about it all the time. Boy McCall is a brick wall. Maybe that's bricks he's smuggling on that belly. Uh, whatever it is, I love that he leaves his jersey uh, sitting on top of it so he can see his belly button while he's playing. <laughs> he really just embraces it, too. <laughs> he does. It's, awesome. it's almost like he leans back and pushes it out, too. <laughs> Big fan of everything he's doing. Mark Stoops, though, I asked him. I was like, yeah, he, he's become – he's real animated. You know, a lot of people are enjoying him. He's like, yeah, well – 
He's playing well, but you can't play. You got to put that energy into football, and making mistakes. And he's like, he's gonna learn today in the film room. So I have a oh. feeling. I have a feeling Marquan uh, got a few shout outs when the team <laughs> met because I think he had one of those uh, offsides where they bumped into the. What was with the touch of the helmets? Yeah, have you all ever seen that before? Where like the dudes would jump and the offensive lineman would smack him in the helmet. The first one he smacked him kind of hard. Mm-hmm. I thought we were about to. I was ready to scrap. I was. Well, it's because if they jump and don't touch the offensive lineman, they can get back. But if they jump and the O line hits them, then technically that's the D lineman touching the offensive lineman. But also, he like the offensive <laughs> lineman instigated it. Like the first one, they called false start because he just like went. Smack. Yeah, he just smacked him upside the head. I'd never seen that before. Which that it must be something he teaches because it happened a couple times. It's not a coincidence. Yeah, uh, and and I think that's why it was chippy. And some of me was like, guys, really, are we fighting Vandy? But then on the other end, I'm like, all right, like, at least we're fighting. Exactly. Like <laughs> better than not fighting. Apart. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did find that odd. The the head taps. That was very that's new weird. to me. Uh, never seen anything like that. that before. They don't have that button on NCAA football where I learned the game. Um, one guy who also played well on the defensive line. Te- Calvin. Te- technically on the edge, J.J. Weaver. Yeah. Mans had five tackles, four solos, including a tackle for a loss and a quarterback hurry. For a true freshman. True freshman, second game he's ever played. And he did that all in two possessions. Mm-hmm. He played really well. He was pursuing, making plays downfield. And I'm not going to lie, guys, of all of the young outside linebackers to really make strides and make some plays early on, I didn't think he would be J.J. Weaver. But Stoops said today that he's playing so well, if it wasn't late in the year, they would just think about playing him all the time, just saying, screw the red shirt. Like, you're good enough to play right now. You're making the plays. And you under like he's making the discipline plays, too. So has he played in uh, two or three games now? He's played in two. So he can – does the bowl game count? Yes, the bowl okay, game counts. Okay, so they'll sit him in one of these next yes. two. Yes, and Stoops was like, he doesn't know this yet, but we're having a conversation about which games he's playing in today, and I don't know if he's going to like it. So I think that means that J.J. is sitting against UT Martin so they can play him against Louisville in the bowl game. Well, I like thought you said he's not going to like it. That would tell me I think he'd want to play against Louisville. So if he's not going to like it, I would read it the other way. I think I think he's going to play against Louisville now. Right? Really? You think it's the other way? Well, are you saying Stoop said Weaver's not going to like what I tell him? That well, because he wants to play every game. That's what he's saying. No, I'm yeah. just saying if you if he were picking a game to sit, because you're right, would, the the hometown kind of yeah. aspect of it. But I think what it was is he mentioned Jared and Stoops wasn't so eloquent with it. But I think what they did is instead of playing Casey in this game, they're going to play Jared against UT Martin. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's kind of how it all shook out. It, but it, it he, does say a lot about them that if it weren't the end of the year that they would just say, we're leaving you in. Sorry about your red shirt. Yeah, that they I, believe he can really make a difference already. They're red shirting every single freshman. Yeah, that's insane. That didn't used to happen. It used to be, you know, you tell the recruits, you come here, you're starting. <laughs> but, you know, we passed that point. So that's, 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 that's how they got me. That's, <laughs> that's definitely how they that got shows tried. that they've built the depth that's never been here. It used to be freshmen had to play because they didn't trust the guys that were already on the team. Yeah. I knew J.J. Weaver was a stud because I was going one day to kick and I was walking to the stadium and 
he's just walking without a shirt on and he's got his backpack <laughs> on. Like he just, like, <laughs> like just gave a calculus. Yeah, like he just got out of class. <laughs> I used to do that too. I'd go shirtless. And class. he didn't know who I was, and I'm like, hey, I know you're ready to play or something. <laughs> what do you mean you didn't know who you are? Everyone should know who you are. Oh, no. You built that, that facility over there. Yeah, but see, like, even before. Without I- your leg, none of that over there exists. Exactly. Exactly. And don't you forget it. Well, I helped build the stadium. People don't know that. I put in extra hours. but Yeah, hammering away. Yeah, Chuck's out there partying. You know, I'm building the freaking facility. He's got there with a jackhammer, just <laughs> pounding away at the gravel. Yeah, I'm laying carpet and doing all the big things. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, it's hard to tile a shower when you got <laughs> a test the next morning. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. That B&E 105 test, man, the next morning. <laughs> I, I don't uh, know what that is. <laughs> that's that one time when. You look at me and go, hey, do we have a test today? And you go, nah, we don't. And then I showed up and said, oh, yeah, we have a test today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You that student was a good athletes one. not taking your academics seriously. Wow. That was a good class. Well, this was a Microsoft Excel class. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone had to take it if you're a business major. Luckily, you got to drop one test grade over the whole year. So, needless to say, that's the test that's that the guy <laughs> yeah. dropped. Yep, that was my drop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, back to Weaver, though, for a second. Another guy who... I thought, like, really stood out, even though he didn't get as much praise from the head guy, was uh, Jamin Davis. Did Heard he, his name he, called. He got, uh, he's got named defensive player of the game for the team. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. He had So he had a team out six tackles. And it's one of those things where Jamin's been here longer. Like, it, this is his third year, but he's still the same age as Square and them, who played right away. Jamin's going to be good. And you, we've done this a lot this year where we're like – you know, we don't want to put the, the cart before the horse, but the defense next year, just, I mean, across the board, the amount of dudes that this year was the year where they were supposed to struggle. This was the year where everybody was inexperienced and it was going to take them some time. It was going to be a learning curve. Well, right now, Kentucky has the ninth-ranked passing defense in all of college football. Ninth-ranked in America in total yards given up. And they've allowed the fewest receiving – tied for the fewest receiving touchdowns in America. And that streak of 34 points or less is still still going. Longest streak in the nation. It's crazy. You can attribute a lot of that uh, time of possession on offense, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can do that. You can attribute it to the coaches. Brad White has been really good in his first year. Um, and, I, and I think a lot of it, too. The, the other guys, like, we thought LeBlanc. Like, or we thought the defensive line was going to be the weakness going into last year. They ended up being great. Hats off to you, LeBlanc. Uh, secondary, we thought they were going to be the weakness this year. Clink, Stoops, Hood, like those dudes put in some serious work to get them ready to play. And we also can't uh, – I've got to mention this, Charles. You gave it a shout-out a few weeks back. But dad strength, man. That's all about it. It's all about it. It worked. Corker. Got yep. the first, first pick, pick since week four. I forgot you called dad strength on him. Yep. Pretty I'm cool. also about to pre-call, pre-call dad strength on someone who I guess is being redshirted this year. Big snack. Oh, big snack. I think they're going to end up doing that. Yeah. Many people are saying that it's the prospects of him getting a sixth of the year are looking good. Yeah, Kentucky's 22nd scoring defense. Yeah, that'll be a good return for them if Big Snack comes back. It's he was expected return. to be a big contributor this year. Obviously, uh, missed the first two games and then the freak the, injury before the Florida game. Mm-hmm. And Big Snack, if y'all don't know who, retur- who we're referring to, is Big Snack. Phil Hoskins, which I, I, I was kind of going around about, hey, you got all these young guys. Well, 
the one part where they are losing guys on the D-line. So yeah. TJ Carter, Calvin Taylor. So getting the big snack back would be huge. Is Quentin Bohanna playing his last game as a Kentucky Wildcat in the bowl game? I don't know. That's I guess a good we'll question. save that for another time. Yeah, and it's one of those things, too, that, like, especially at his position, it's hard to tell, like, where guys stand. Because, um, like, he's a big dude, and how many teams run a 3-4 scheme? Because he's a pure nose. Nose, Like, yeah. he, he's not really a three technique or anything like that. And how many guys come out early at that position? I know. Not many. Yeah. I mean, because you're going against grown men in the NFL. Like, these dudes are, like, literally – I'd put, put Mohanna up. He's got – He's, he's a grown man. He is a big boy. but And he's been good this year, don't get me wrong, but he hasn't been like surefire draft pick. Like this guy is a bona fide NFL guy yep. right away. And like what, what's the difference between being a seventh-round guy and a third-round guy? That's a lot of money. Yeah. Millions. That's, yeah, that's a lot of money. And Billions. If and if you're telling me that it, only, it takes another year and your defense is going to be even better next year, you know, there's plenty of appeal to that, but – like you said, Chuck, we can get to that at a later date. And yeah. what's what's the um, dude's name that transferred from LSU? Joseph? Oh, the boss Joseph. man fat. Kelvin yes. Joseph. I'm, I'm excited to see him ready to play because I think we lose Stenberg's um, chippiness, but I have a feeling this guy, oh, this guy yeah. is going to get it done. Hell yeah. He's going to bring in a little bit of edge with him. I like it. If not, if he doesn't even have the edge, we'll at least have rap albums from him. There you go. He can he can do the background for like all of the uh, like highlight videos. Mm-hmm. I think there's no cursing in those though. I'm, I'm, I'm not. Uh, I'm, boss I'm, man, fat did have an explicit tag on his Spotify page. Oh, okay, good. There you go. Good. Yeah, at least he's warning people. Well, Benny used to rap all the time, so we do need someone putting out tracks yeah, to that, win ten games. That people music video, the cars and cash, got pulled pretty quickly. It did. Boss man, fat is a much better rap name than Benny the Bandit too. Yeah. Just. You know, what if we called him Mini Benny? Uh oh, here we yeah. go again. As a rapper, as a rap name, that's respectable. <laughs> Lil Benny, <laughs> got, 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 got a lot of Lils in rap. Lil Benny, would have to be Lil. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody watch Parks and Rec? I do. Lil Sebastian. Oh, R.I.P. <laughs> when they have the memorial service, he he had a big heart, even though he was Lil. Lil. <laughs> Lil. Um, all right, another person wanted to give a shout-out to. Let's do shout-outs. <clears throat> Actually, no. Instead of a shout-out, who is your MVP for the game, Charles Walker? Mm, Lord. Offensive or defensive? Whoever you want. Dealer's choice. I was not ready for this question right now. <laughs> oh, no. I'll tell you what, I'm going to make up a segment. Oh. Oh. It's valuable, but not most valuable player. Okay. Oh. So who did you like what you saw from? I'm going to go But JJ. they don't have to be, like, the star of the show. Like, you don't have to say Lynn Bowden or Chris Rodriguez. I'm going to go J.J. Weaver. Okay. 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 Showing us that he can play already. Right. We're going to be smart. We're going to redshirt him. He's going to get bigger with Coach Hill and Coach Ed, and next year might be a dominant force in the SEC East. Is, is the not most valuable valuable uh, sponsor? Is it sec- do we have a, a, a sponsor? sponsor? Yeah, KS Bar and Grill. I don't know why I couldn't say that out loud. Oh, Chili Gillespie. It is Chili Gillespie season, folks. Not most valuable, but valuable. It is. No, it, Chili Gillespie is the most valuable. That's why this player is not the most valuable, but valuable. Austin, do you have a most valuable, but not – or not <laughs> – Valuable, but not most valuable. Yes. Yeah, there we go. 
All right. Glad to see Nashville is not wearing on anyone. <laughs> I wasn't even there, and I'm struggling. <laughs> I would say Yusuf Corker. Um, I, I like that he finally got a pick, and I just think he's a good player. He is. And, I, you know, you could pick anyone, I feel like, because no one really played bad because Fanny's trash. So, <laughs> Is he your favorite Yusuf? He's my favorite Yusuf. Of all the Yusufs, he is definitely my number one mm-hmm. Yusuf. He's going to be good for a while. My not most valuable the ba- valuable player is Logan Stimber. Mm. Some of those – no, I, I'm going to throw in another person too. Okay. I've got two of them because Drake they had Jackson. some nasty blocks. No, Drake got a shout-out from the SEC. He's, yeah, a, that, he's, a, he's, a, he's too most valuable. Yeah, you're too valuable, we need regular. Drake. We need hidden value here. Alan Daly – had a pancake. Oh, yes, he did. Holy shit. That's a good pick. <laughs> I'm driving the hard ass I didn't bump. know he was capable of he that. He knocked the hell out of some dude on Limbone's touchdown. Yes, he did. It reminded me of, remember that, that old video of the guy, of the DB, who's like, come on, big boy, come on, big boy, and he's talking trash to the receiver, and then he just got put on mm-hmm. his ass. That was how hard Alan Daly knocked that dude on the ground, I, and Lynn just walked into the end zone. I immediately thought of that viral video you just mentioned. Well, I don't even know is it arena or whatever it is. Yeah, I, it might have been like an LSU and like an FCS team uh, or something yeah. like that. But, but I didn't know Alan Daly had that in him. My that was a goodness, hit. he dropped some dude. And there was another play. I think it was Smoke's big touchdown where Drake and Stenberg just took out, like, three dudes at once. Like, Isn't that funny? Uh, while we're talking about Stenberg, I must say I screamed every possible curse word at my television when he got that penalty. But, it was but a, then they showed the replay, it was a terrible and I play. had to go. I had to take it all back. I had to go collect all the F-words I threw around. I felt bad for, for yelling at uh, Logan. Because the thing was is, like, they called it a late hit, but, like, Bowden was still running. It was a clean block. And he was Textbook like, block. He was it like was. cutting in front of Stenberg, and the guy could have made a play. Mm-hmm. Even the announcers, I know you all were there, the announcers were like, uh, what? Why is that a flag? And he didn't even hit him hard. He like just gave him a little shove to move him out of the way. It was It's because he hit him from like the side back. Well, no, that penalty was all reputation. If, I don't know. Everyone was saying that, and I'm like the yeah, refs know for to look now, for Stenberg. Well, but they would have called it the blind side, though. They would have called because they have yeah, they like did a call different it unnecessary roughness. But yeah. Was, yeah. I mean, they. That, I just figured like, you know, they got so many names for fouls. People don't even yeah. know the rule. Football is the one game no one knows the rules. Like, you thought basketball traveling was a bad call, <laughs> but now football. Only in like, NBA. Yeah, now football. It's like, well, what's what's the rules? Like, can you go out of bounds? You come back and catch it, like in the Alabama so LSU game. People don't know. Stoops, Stoops said he turned it into the league, and I bet the league's going to come back and say the refs just used the wrong penalty. They should have called the blindside one instead. Yeah, that's what I think. I mean, because like, you can't look at that and be like, that's a terrible call because he did hit him from like the side of the bag. Right, looked like but, a good block to me. It's all about where your head is, though. That's what they look at, right? And his head was on the right side. They kind of used to look at that. Now they kind of look at Now they just see big O lineman versus not big DB, and boom. Let's just say that wasn't malicious for Logan Stenberg's terms. (laughs) Like, that's pretty average for him. He was saying hello to the kid. Let's be real. Yeah, hey, what's up? Oh, I hit you a little hard. My bad. Yeah, he was trying to give him a hug, and he came in too quick. Trying to protect his quarterback. Oh, Drew, I just thought of a better uh, name for this segment. Oh, you got it? Almost valuable player. No, I like valuable. No, because then you're saying they're not valuable. But they're valuable, but they're almost 
Val- no, no. Okay, yeah, it'd be almost sure. most valuable. Listen, yeah. it's it's a it's a working title. Yeah, it's working, working sponsor too. Um, who who was your player? Valuable, but not most valuable. Player. Well, there mine uh, it mattered more to me than others for gambling aspects. But I needed Vandy to not score again at all <laughs> at, at late in the game. And when Kentucky needed to extend a drive and keep the ball out of their hands, Walker Wood comes in at center. He gets me two first downs, keeps the clock moving. It ended with a punt, I believe. The first punt of the game. Uh, so yeah. I, I know I didn't put points on the board, but it took time off the clock. I got to give him credit. I did not think Walker Wood was cut out to play any actual minutes. He looked comfortable. He had a good run. He completed two passes, one of which got called back. Mm-hmm. I'm counting it as two. Boom. Walker Wood is my hidden value player of the game. I like that. Sponsored play. by True Value. Oh, wow. Where you can get hammers. They have <laughs> locations good. all over Kentucky. <laughs> hammers everywhere. Can we throw Josh Ali in there too? Yes. He's catching a tip drill. Chuck, that can't be that can't be easy, right? No, definitely not. And like yeah. it's the most fun drill at practice. But like it's, it's also the most hard drill to replicate though. I mean it's that you know, it's just tough to Right, and to make it, like, unpredictable. Too. Yeah. Did you all panic that Lynn Bowden had underthrown the touchdown? Yes. I thought it was, I a, I thought it was a pretty good pass. Oh, yeah. in the moment, I thought he underthrew him again. He kind of he was real nonchalant with <laughs> yeah. the Yeah, <laughs> I was worried a little bit. Uh, I still worry. I know Josh Ali is one of our hidden value players of the game, sponsored by True Value. Am I the only one that still worries any time they punt to him? Uh, are, are we? Do we trust him? I don't. I just I, whenever he waves for a fair catch, it makes like yes, just wait for a yeah. fair catch and go catch it. I don't care if he has a return yard for the rest of the year, just catch it because I. That's the Charles Walker. There's uh, nothing that makes me matter than watching a ball roll 15 yards down the field. Yeah, you can tell when someone maybe doesn't feel the most comfortable back there when the ball is kind of like five to seven yards a little shorter, and they just say, "All right, I'm just going to let it bounce." Because then you do get sometimes that unlucky roll where it rolls 25 yards, and then in the special teams meeting on Monday he's getting ripped. But I don't know. I guess it's better than a muff. I don't know. To answer your question, yeah, it's I don't know. I mean, he just had a couple earlier in the year, and they're bobbled and uh, yeah, have a small panic attack when that happens. But he he did have that big touchdown catch. He got back into the end zone. Mm-hmm. We saw the receivers get more play than usual. Win completes eight of ten passes. We got a little Sawyer Smith action. Too. I liked it, the throws they had with Lynn, too. Like, we saw a screen pass for the first time. And yeah. They weren't just, I'm going to throw it as far as I can, and hopefully Ahmad Wagner yeah. gets a penalty or a catch. I don't, I don't like that play. He, he, he there made some were good a couple throws. where they did do that, and let's be honest, Lynn threw the ball 10 yards out of bounds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he throws it so high on those. He had – no, that was Sawyer who had the one deep ball that, like, I was a little worried the safety was going to get oh, there yeah, before yeah. the receiver did. He threw it a little inside. But the, the reason why I don't get why those why they call those, those are the hardest to throw. Because you if it's too far inside, the safety will get it. If it's too far outside, you're just throwing it out of bounds. So, But that's why I was happy they had a nice little out route to uh, Upshaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that looks good. Yeah, th- that looked good. Uh, Cleve Ann good just to see number 88 catch again. A basic – screen pass and took it 40 yards. Oh, he wanted that so bad. Oh, man. That they re- followed him I to the bench on it. the broadcast, and he was tore up. 
That reminded me so much of the Lynn screen it, because it was the same sideline that Lynn had as a freshman two mm-hmm. years ago. And that, Andy. That uh, one Charles Walker recovered to save the day and apply the dagger because that was, once again, the, the, the dagger drive. And to get at a bigger point, the Tennessee game, they had the same chances to put Tennessee away with a couple big plays. And but this time before half, they go two-minute offense with Lynn. He completes three different passes, and you go up by ten going into halftime. And then you get the ball to start the half, and you score again. Against Tennessee. I they, was furious. Yeah, because that they, was my big complaint. Right. And then he completely redeemed himself at Vandy. And Perfect. That's, and that's, Left they, 11 seconds on the clock. They got the knockout punch this time. Yep. And, and I think Tennessee, they uh, – Kentucky like went three and out on their first possession of the second half mm-hmm. of Tennessee. So we got we saw a knockout punch. They were able to put a team away, and that's just it made things fun. I, I did think he was wasting too much time again. I was yelling. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they're doing it. All oh, this is part two. Here we go again. Repeat of last week, and then he switched and threw five straight passes, controlled right. the clock, and they they scored with 11 seconds left. It was awesome. Yes, you couldn't have drawn it up any better. Even though the one tip pass, I'm sure everybody's heart yeah. stopped for just a second. <laughs> it was like a <gasps> one of those. Oh yeah, but my heart. It's the same kind of thing, like the wild ride you go on during extra points too. Which yeah, come ch- on. Chance got something happened he, after that second one where he like oh, arch. Get underneath it some, but man, he, those first two. He hey, was a hundred percent. Yeah, he went five for five in nah. a field goal. That's a good day. I wrote that if you look at the box score, you go, "Oh, Chance Poor was perfect." But if you watched it, it was not perfect at all. Hey. That first field goal, I <laughs> very it, low. I thought it dipped <laughs> under the crossbar. I thought it got blocked again. I didn't know what happened. Uh, the knuckle. I, I didn't think the second one went in. I'm still not sure it did. The extra point. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. I don't know. But the refs were there. They yeah. saw it, so it had to like go. That's over. clearly called from the sideline. Coach says, all right, we want to curve this one in. <laughs> yeah. So hey, chance, knuckleball. Yeah, like people don't understand. You don't want to hit the same kick every time. That's boring. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> you pick your shots. Okay. So coach I like, like you defending him. Coach is like, you know, hit this one low left, and he just, boom, drives it in there. So okay. really, yeah. I didn't realize that was something kickers did. So yeah. I, never mind for worrying about kicking. Yeah. Come on. You, <laughs> so you're telling me. How boring me would it be if he came out and just hit it perfectly down the middle through the yellow things? I like boring. You're telling me in the Louisville game, Kentucky's down one. Clock's about out. They got a 35-yarder. You bring it in Chance Poor and you trust him. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. It's very convincing. Yeah. I think, I've, I think you got to kick it there. <laughs> so speaking of the Louisville game. Louisville's kicker, well, they they don't have one either. But I love how we're getting into kickers right now. Yeah, this is no why we pay in, you to be on the show. No one gets into it, but how many games come down to the kicker? Well, Blanton, a lot. Blanton Crikey, Crikey, their their reliable lefty got hurt. I think he's done for the year. Oh, so they've brought in a name, a guy by the name of Ryan Shalifo. Oh, this kid's an athlete. I already <laughs> saw it on ESPN. So Shalifo. As far as kicking, he he he, he missed a field goal. Okay. He missed an extra point. All right. Sounds like an NFL. But but he threw a touchdown pass, a seven yarder. Sounds like he's out of position. This is bad coaching. Oh, and it was beautifully thrown. I mean, I I know I normally don't give love to Louisville, but this fake, this kid should 
he should win the Heisman for this. Oh, wow. He's got pressure in his face. Does he step back? No. He takes the shot to the chest, delivers a dime to the back of the end zone. Did he really get hit, too, while he was throwing? Yeah, let's pull up the highlight. Okay, let's, let's pull well, up the highlight. Why did he miss an extra point in a field goal? Well, I don't know. I wasn't watching the game. All I saw was <laughs> one ESPN highlight. You just get kicker highlights sent directly to your phone. Yeah, it's like I've an alert. Never, well, only for fakes and touchdowns. I don't really care about the other <laughs> and stuff. And tackles. Yeah, and tackles. I'm big on tackles, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the brand. Oh, I have a sweet picture on my phone right before I tackled that EKU player. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try to get that printed off. We'll put that one up in here. Uh, it makes you me look send cool. that to me. To me, we'll blow it up, have you sign it. We'll put it on the front door. Let me let me show you this picture and tell me if I don't look tough. This is great podcasting material right here, too. But I know we know you look tough though, Austin. Well, I, I don't mean. know. I don't know. Sometimes I question myself, so it's always good to have other people, you know, reassure mm -hmm. me. <laughs> um, yeah, our internet is moving a little bit. Oh, it's because I'm on the. See, I hate when it does this. It kicks me off one internet, puts me on another one. Because I do want to see how this fake went down. I. I don't think it could possibly be as cool as Mac du Max Duffy's fake. All right. Check this out. Oh, wow. Good picture. You look like a linebacker. Staring down. Yeah. We'll have to print that one out. Yeah. That was a tackle, too. Didn't miss that one. Chuck, what are your thoughts? There you go. <clears throat> that was LJ Scott, too, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, that dude's I, I big. Thought, uh, I thought Max Duffy was going to get the day off. They snuck him in there. Got one at the end. I thought he was going to head to Broadway there yeah. in the second half. Speaking of Max Duffy, shout out to him for making the uh, Ray Guide finalist, semifinalist, whatever. Mm -hmm. Semifinalist right now. There's eight. Yes. And top three get a go to wherever. He'll be in the top three. Yeah. He, in the Texas A&M punter. No, or like, he didn't make it. Oh, he didn't? The, yeah, the A&M punter's not in it. So. Well, never mind then. All right, folks. All right. This is the a live reenactment of Ryan Shadafo's fake. Oh, direct snap. He's rolling right. Nobody's there. Oh, wow. He throws it up. That was impressive. The composure. That was impressive. Because the thing was is NC State guarded it well at first. Everybody's was covered anyone up. anyone at that game? <laughs> Nobody there. Wow. <laughs> <a> jamboree. <laughs> <laughs> People didn't know this one counted. That's why. But he's rolling right. Both guys are covered, and when they think he's going to run, right run it. Right here. Three guys turn their head, leave him wide open in the back of the end zone. And Good coaching on NC State right there. He knew that he was going <laughs> to take the shot from that guy. Rewind it one more time. Here we go. He's rolling right. Pause it. That guy right there. Oh, he's got his ears peeled back. Watch the composure from here on out. Oh, man, that is impressive. It really was impressive. That's the only time you'll ever Gosh, see Gosh, he got hit right in the numbers. <laughs> Dang. He needs to learn a better celebration, though. He, he acted, like, too calm yeah, for what I, just well, went down. In the, the saying goes, I act like you've been there before, except if you're a kicker who's just thrown a touchdown. Like, you can act like you've not been there before. All right, we're doing too much Louisville celebrating. Okay, everything else, Louisville. they suck. They're wearing black yeah, uniforms. They suck. Losers. They're going down in two weeks. Yeah. Man, it's going to be so much fun, too, to end with a big win over Louisville. Especially when they think they can win. It's <laughs> <laughs> laughable. Oh, man. Oh, man, that's hilarious. Um, so, about that football game. What did we think about Sawyer Smith getting back? Into the groove. Charles, did you like the way that Sawyer slung, slung the rock around? I did. I'm a, uh, I'm a proponent for let's get him back playing QB and let's get Lynn back playing receiver. Oh, wow. With some, with some take, Wildcat in there. I take Walker over Bold here. State, yep. Man, that is crazy. I mean, it's not it's like we're going to lose Lynn's playing ability if he's at wide receiver. We can still find so many different ways to get him the ball. I and think at least we're a passing threat when he's, when he's at the receiver. 
pretty special what they're doing right now, though, against these defenses. It is. Up. I mean, it, it's great, and people are going to say, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Well, it didn't work against Vandy. It didn't work against Tennessee. Here's well. what you do. You ease them in a little bit these next two games. You're going to a bowl, and then whoever you play will have no idea what the hell is going to take the field in late December, January, whenever it is. They'll have a month to do whatever they want to do. So you, you show a little more Sawyer as the season ends, and then whoever you draw will have no clue what you're going to do. How did Sawyer look? Because my TV broke when at that point in the game. <laughs> Just completely stopped working. So it's crazy. I am the exact opposite of Charles. I believe that every time you throw an incomplete pass, you're wasting five yards that you could get on the ground. Kentucky averaged seven yards per carry against Vandy. You're not going to get that every time, but it's all about efficiency. And I saw you look good throwing those intermediate passes. Hey, Lynn, he can also complete some intermediate passes. And every time we throw the ball downfield, I just think it's a waste of pass. I think it's a waste of play because they're just not on target. Now, Sawyer said after the game, A, he wasn't even 100% until about a week ago. And B, about a week ago. he said the hardest part for him is throwing it downfield, that that's what's taking the longest. But that's, his, that's the best part of Sawyer's game is throwing the ball downfield. Now, are you going to get him wraps against UT Martin? Of course. He'll probably play the entire second half, probably get the whole third quarter and maybe some change. Um, but – I'm at the point now, if Lynn Bowden is averaging, how many yards a carry did he average? Bowden averaged six and a half yards a carry against Vanderbilt. Now, that, granted, that is against Vanderbilt. I think he's at like eight on the season, though. Like eight yards a carry, you're probably not getting that eight yards an attempt when you're passing it. Ride or die with Lynn Bowden. Did Sawyer have some zip back in his arm? Yeah, a little zip. Yeah, I mean, we saw some mayonnaise in there. Times, he only threw it, what, four, four times? times? He, yeah, threw two, a lot. he threw like a hitch, a slant, <laughs> and then two deep balls. And the last one, B.J. Alexander, dude was open, and he just threw it behind him. Um, yeah, because I did see him on that uh, QB sneak. He did was holding his wrist. He was holding his wrist when he left. So I just didn't know. I heard that too. But obviously, if he came in later, couldn't hurt that bad. Yeah. Good yeah. medicine these days, though, you know? Yeah, they, you know, they have it. Um, but he <laughs> – the fact that he didn't say he was 100% until about a week ago, I think shows you just kind of where he was at. Because, um, like, I, we, we, there was just so much mystery around that, uh, the whole Sawyer injury thing. Just so much. It's like, what do you even – how do you go about knowing which one to play if the dude isn't all the way healthy? So to make the one, I don't know what I was just stammering about there. But long yeah, story short, I'm with you. He wasn't good. He wasn't healthy enough to play. So I'm glad that Bowden Ball has at least worked up to this point. We are healthy enough to do another segment. I made up. Oh, another yeah. segment. This one uh, does not have a sponsor. I waited too late to sell it because okay. I just thought of it. Okay. But this is called Name Your Favorite Kentucky Head Coach Who Just Moved Into a Tie for Third on the All Time Wins List. I'm going to go Mark Stoops because that's what <laughs> happened on Saturday. You know what? I, I don't know how that man still has haters. We occasionally get them calling into our show. We had a guy this morning complaining that UK doesn't try hard enough. <laughs> no, they should what? Go yeah, he called in and said UK doesn't try hard enough. They need to make a real hire and start winning football games. That one was really good. He was like, well, they just don't try hard enough. Every game they've lost has been <laughs> like they were right there. Like they gave their hearts and yeah. it just didn't go their way at the end. But Stoops running third now on the career wins list. I don't know. But see, here's my Who's thing though. First? He's tied with Blanton Collier who – and Jerry Claiborne, that was Freddie's coach. So, I don't mm -hmm. know, Stoops. you got to win a couple more before 
It, well, at least one more before I you're my favorite coach get one more. in third place yeah. at UK. Number one, though, you'll never believe this. Bear Bryant. Bear, Bear Bryant. Yeah. Okay. That's respectable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Frank Kersey, second. What, how far away is Stoops from Bear Bryant? I think he's got like 17 or something. I just completely made that up. That <laughs> sounded right. We can, we can look it up. Uh, 17's real doable. Because um, the thing was is Bear wasn't here that long. Um, and Stoops is at 41. Yeah, Stoops is at 41. And we're going to see Bear Bryant's record was? One million wins. Wow. 88. No, he didn't have 88. There's no way. Is that no? It was it was sixty. Exactly. Yeah, I was gonna he say. played an eighty-eight total. So I was only two so, off. So what yeah, did I say? sixty. You know, he needs seventeen more, or now it's nineteen. So two off. Good job. See, I'm not as dumb as I seem. I mean, I kind of am, but I knew that much. And to pass up Frank Kersey, he'll get that next year. He'll get Frank Kersey next year. So yeah, he'll be easily. second all time after next season. And people are still bitching. Yeah, come on, don't be idiots. I don't get it. Don't be an idiot. Best, Scott, best advice Michael Scott ever gave to Dwight Schrute. If Don't I think I'm going to be an idiot, I ask myself, would an idiot do this? The answer is yes, I do not do that thing. <laughs> Good stuff. See, Drew doesn't get the reference because the office is funny. I watched seven episodes Saturday night. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. So you're, are you a fan now? I mean, I don't love it. It's fine. What I'm not a hater. Hmm. I, I just started at the beginning. Like, I get it. I get why people like it. I'm not like, oh, this is stupid. I just don't love it. I don't put it up here at the top like everyone else. What do you put at the top? Sopranos, The Wire. Top comedy, though. Top comedy? Oh, Eastbound and Down. Can't argue with that. Easily. It's one, and there's not even anything under it for, like, 20 more spaces. Hmm. Step Brothers is on Netflix. Fun fact. <laughs> Thank you. I watched that the other night. Thank you. It's a great movie to fall asleep to because you've seen it many a times and you get some good laughs in I think here in about 10 minutes we're going to have a basketball game that's fun to fall asleep to. We don't talk about that sport, but uh, so people know that's about to happen and uh, not a lot of excitement. Yeah, I saw someone tweeting that we only have seven players for that game. Yeah. And we're still a 25-point favorite. Emmanuel um, Quickly's out too. Yeah, I might Chest. have. I might have loaded up on that one. I mean, uh, that just doesn't – I don't know. I mean – What the hell is wrong with everybody? How are you getting hurt? Our pets' it's, heads are falling this off. This is the third game of the season. If there's really only seven players, you know, I, I've played intramural soccer before, and we only had, like, two subs. It you sucks. Get, you get tired. I, did, I ran I, six last week. It was miserable. Me, I thought I was going to die. You know, let me pick on myself, too. I feel like every podcast I'm like, he's tired. The dude's tired. So, I need to stop saying that. Don't, don't get tired. Win the game. No more <laughs> – if you hear me say an excuse for someone, they're tired, no. You slap me in the face with your hand. Which okay. one, left or right? I don't even care. Back or four? Just make it hurt. Oh wow! But yeah, let's let's uh, let's hope the state of Kentucky doesn't get embarrassed tonight. No, it's, that's not going to happen. I, you know, They're I not. get texts from people even when the other sport does bad because yeah. that's like our pride and joy. Like they don't know anything about mm-hmm. this state, but the performance that we put on in sports. Is Ahmad Wagner able to suit up for basketball? I'm more, I'm more, I think he might have burnt his basketball. Because they should ability. seriously consider it. I mean, just for he's just for practice, or just for somebody rebounding. for yeah, <laughs> somebody rebound, please. We joke a lot about win. No, Ahmad Wagner played Big Ten basketball. I feel Jared Lorenzen scolding us from from upstairs right now, talking about basketball on this podcast. His, his team stinks though. The Giants, mm-hmm. they're not good. Uh, the Titans, did they have the week off? 
They did. Uh, Wesley Next Woodyard, week. though, he no. was at the, he was in the house. He was at Vanderbilt Stadium. He was. He gave the team a speech. Did you watch the speech? Uh, I didn't. I couldn't. I, I would cry. Oh. It, it was it was pretty awesome. He's like, hey, see this guy over here, Terry Wilson. Do it for him. Uh, Play for him. It was, uh, it was bad. As you all know, I'm a big Titans guy, and uh, got the Jags this week. So I changed my Twitter picture to Josh Allen pointing at my Titans hoodie with a big smile before he got drafted the Jaguars. I'm going to probably tweet it to him every day this week to let him know. <laughs> Where's that game? Boss. Is it in Jacksonville? I believe it's in Nashville. Oh. All right, I got a side note. Oh, side note. Do you all follow Avery Williamson? Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> – <laughs> He loves wearing his jersey. It's full geared anywhere. Yeah, it's yes, not just his jersey. was at the grocery. Pads, helmet, blacked out visor, just shopping for cereal. I'll tell you what. That kid's got a career in marketing after this is all <laughs> said and done. Because this campaign he's been running this season has been hilarious. I wanted to see one with him like with like a bowl of cereal. Like I'll tell going you what, to like eat with it on. It's annoying too to put on full pads with your whole jersey and not even play. Like it's pretty annoying and to like, put that stuff on. Those jerseys yeah. are very tight. He probably yeah. needs help. Oh, he definitely does. To it's put a, it it's on, it's impossible to do it by yourself. And like, does he wear that in like a car? Like, I know it's not easy to get around New York City. There's not I think like he just walks everywhere in New York. Just City walks down it. the street wearing yeah. his full gear. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him at this point. But, I mean, he was hurt, too. So, he's got to put on all that stuff over whatever he had done. It was his ACL. Yeah. So, I mean, he's putting in some effort. So, shout out to Avery Williamson. Keep up the good work. Man. Shout out shout to, out to the football. T- shout out to the Badger. Your boy got Badger, sacked. He did. And they said Josh Allen's the only Kentucky rookie getting sacked. Well, <laughs> speaking of that, didn't Josh Allen just pass all rookies for most sacks? So far this season, he, he tied the Jaguars' record too. He has yeah, eight franchise now. rookie record. He's the most among all rookies. So he was he was pretty good, and he is he's still pretty good. Yeah, I'd say so. Okay, he's going down Sunday. <laughs> I hope said, Josh here? has a pick six to beat the Titans, and you don't know what to do with yourself. Not happening. Strip sack. Ryan Tannehill does not throw interceptions. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's the funniest line you've ever said on this podcast. Don't or. delete that. Please don't let that come Someone back to bite that me. How do, we, how do we dump button that? Uh, we don't have a dump button on the podcast. Um, did you all also I'm, – I'm hopeful that this Sunday our boy Benny Snell is healthy enough to play. It's right around the time where he, like he's supposed to be almost back to his injury. It would be great if he could come back because the Steelers – are going to kick the ever-loving hell out of the Bengals. And also, they're, I got, Connor isn't even playing for him. Like, they've had a ton of injuries at running back. Now could be his time to shine, to go up, as the kids say. Yeah, Tua kind of set a precedent that you're not allowed to sit out more than two weeks after any injury. So is so. he coming back in two weeks to play in the Iron Bowl? I, I don't mean, know about that one. I mean, we don't. let's not rule it out. Let's just say that. Let's Man, not that, rule it that out. That was pretty brutal. And also, here's here's my other question: Does does Tua still go straight to the league with that injury, or does he like hang around Alabama and rehab for a year? I don't know. It depends on where they're going to put him, I guess. Yeah, because like when they're comparing it to Bo Jackson's injury, you're well, like, well, a doctor came out today and said Bo Jackson's was ten times worse because he didn't know he hurt it and kept playing on it, whereas this one they sent him right to the hospital and. He's supposed to make 100% recovery is what they said. Yeah, and they said, too, that that injury, it, like, 
since Bo Jackson didn't treat it right away, there was like blood loss that like permanently damaged it. Yeah. So you're right in that aspect. I'm sure our technology is a little better and nowadays Tua's as well. Like, I mean, it's one thing if you're a running back and you hurt your hip. I know that all the rage now for NFL quarterbacks is just hip thrust, like your karaoke in Nashville. Yeah, did you do that when you were in Nashville? That was, was exactly was exa- That would have got I, the crowd rowdy. Just, and, you know, may I suggest, think about uh, My Humps, Black Eyed Peas, as your next song if you're going to be up there. It's good. Good song. Yeah, not annoying at all. I should do that or uh, I think that would the really Gwen set Stefani, the Gwen Stefani, B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Yep. Not annoying at all. Well... I think you got it. Either way, I can, you can't go wrong with either of those. Who is um, who's going to, who's the one guy? So we we talked earlier about, like the the young guys, getting a lot of time. They're going to get a lot against Tennessee Martin because the Cats are going to put up some big numbers on the ground. Who's the one guy we're going to be talking about next week? Drew Franklin is, man, that guy's going to be good in a year or two. Half the team. Oh, <laughs> wow. The entire secondary. Really narrowing it down, aren't you? <laughs> uh, I have one in mind that I don't – I think it, it, it has potential. Who you got? Well, I'll save the easy one. For I feel Charles. like you're afraid to say it. Tay-Tay Grimms. Give, hey. give him one of those uh, little shovel passes, mm-hmm. and he just jet sweeps it for like a 60-yard touchdown. Tay-Tay could have a big play gets UT Martin or a guy who got his first carry that he was doing it with the third yeah, offensive Tisdale. line. Tisdale, I'd, I'd like to see him get a couple carries with like the big, you know, hogs up front and not just the second string guys, which I, the poor, the, the flag that, the fact that Thanos, Nick Lewis wasn't on the line of scrimmage and that's why Walker Woods completion got called back. That was a real bummer. Well, you uh, that's who my pick is going to be for who's going to shine guy. in the next game. My true value player of the week, Walker Wood. Walker touchdown. Wood. Touchdown time. Passing touchdown. Oh, what happened? Miss a three? We don't speak of the sport on this podcast. Oh, I thought this was last week highlights. No. no, the game is going on. Oh, there's your boy, Hookshot. He did it. He did it. He did it, Drew. I'm supposed to be there. It looks like nobody else went either. Uh-huh. Well, football podcast, more important. Yep. Much more important. I'm just glad that everybody knows where your priorities are. Uh-huh. Of course. It's football, football season. Football comes first. Basketball's got plenty of months left. I'm ready for this Belk Bowl run. And We're going to be roomies at the Belk Bowl. I'm excited. All four of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll get us some bunks. There we go. You think uh, you've been in the NASCAR Hall of Fame? I have. It's a good time. I went by myself. Do, so Dale Earnhardt's there? Well, no, he's he's buried somewhere, I'm oh. sure. But uh, they have a lot of things honoring him. Okay. Yeah. Um, Tony Stewart. Yeah, one thing they have that's cool is they show it an actual NASCAR turn, and you can walk up it. You don't realize how steep, how steep those those banks are. I've never been to NASCAR race. Good time. We'll go to the Bell Bowl when the four of us are. You're probably like on the the chains, banging against them, screaming. No, I've never been. Really? Wanna, well, we'll all get to go soon. I want to go like where you can drive or like you have someone drive you and then you get to like do a couple laps. Ooh, I've done that too. How was that? That's not fun. Oh, it's fun, but it's scary. They get way too close to the wall. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the dude's got like a bottle of Jack in the center yeah. console. <laughs> yeah. He's like a washed up NASCAR driver. Oh, man. Well, that this just makes is, me think of Ricky yeah. Bobby's dad. That Reese that, Bobby. Yeah, that's the only person that works at that kind of joint. It's been, it's been fun being happy. 
uh, after football. Yeah, that was um, it was a rough week last week. So it was good to get the the good vibes back down in Nashville. And it's going to be a fun two weeks. We're going to roll it over into Christmas after kicking Tennessee Martin and Louisville's ass. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, if you want to know if the Skyhawks are good, they, they, they've lost all the good teams they've played in FCS. So It's going to be ugly. Yeah. My, uh, they my lost little, Florida by 50. My little Jeff Sagarin ratings, I trust, have it at about a 30-point spread. Where do they have the Louisville spread right now? I didn't look at that one today. I'm I'll get back to you on that. I'll text you. I'm thinking that, like, Actually, just I can gut, do it right now. it's probably like seven and a half. Here, you all talk I about something and like give me about two minutes. I think last week. That was the FPI before we played. Oh, that was the FPI thing. Yeah. But, yeah, they had it at 90% in FPI for UK. And if there's one thing that's never proved it's wrong, it's ESPN's FPI. Right. They're like, uh, was it Black Panther or Panther Musk? What's it? 60% oh. of the time it works every time. Oh, uh, uh, Panther. Uh, I think it, we've dropped it? all of these Will Ferrell movie Anchorman. quotes today. We've got to be able to get that one correct. Five and a half points. Five and a half? Yep. Why do they respect Louisville? The ACC stinks. Isn't it Sex Panther? Sex Panther. Yeah. Thank you. We got it. We got all of our Will. We hit our Will Ferrell quote movie. Will Ferrell movie quote quota today. He's hosting Saturday Night Live Saturday. Did you watch last weekend's? No, I don't watch Saturday Night Live, but I am watching Dude, Saturday. The Harry, Harry, oh, Styles, Harry Styles was very did. funny. Oh, I'll have to watch it. Yeah, it was actually like, hey. He's got a lot of tattoos and weird spots, though. He also Why are you looking at his weird spots? way too I mean, eye contact. He was, he was in a tutu <laughs> on Twitter today or something. Oh. He is way too good looking to be funny, too. Like, you can't. What's this the is my, This is my beef with Justin Timberlake. And that's what it is. He's good looking, and he does like 10 different accents. You can't be that good looking and funny. I'm a I'm a big Justin Timberlake guy. I like him. I am too, but and I, mine's not like hatred towards it. Where Harry Styles, like buddy, like calm, calm it down, like do something wrong, like Jiminy. I went to the JT concert in Rupp. How awesome was, was it? Awesome. Oh, he's good. That that guy's good. Drew, did you do the JT Jay Z tour? I did not. I've seen them both uh, in person, but not at the same time. I was going to Ariana Grande. With the wifey, but she canceled on us. Yeah, what was that? What was her deal? She like a Louisville fan or something? <laughs> I don't know. I think she's a Tennessee fan, honestly. So oh, that screams. We're without her. That screams. Nobody bought my tickets. True. Uh, yeah. It might have just been you. No, I would, don't. Nah, I don't think so. She's pretty popular. Yeah. Well, she didn't. She didn't just cancel out of the blue for nothing. No, she's sick. That's the thing. Yeah, which means nobody so, bought the tickets. Yeah, that's what that well, means. maybe. Yeah. Probably not, though. But people will buy tickets for UT Martin next and, week. And people are buying tickets to the KSR Football Podcast. So yes. thanks for buying tickets, yeah. subscribing, rating, reviewing, doing all the above. You, you all don't realize how much we appreciate you listening to our nonsense each and every week. And thank you to True Value this week where you can get hammers. They and sp- nails. Yeah, they sponsored our Thanks, True Value. segment. You building your own house? You just going out there with your new hammer? I was in our neighborhood yesterday, matter of fact. He just got out of his toolbox and just I hammering away. I think you should just build in our backyard. I that will. That way we can save on property taxes. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll split cable. Boom. Yeah. There we'll just go. attach our houses. I'll just cut off the back <laughs> of ours and just we'll start building. Oh, you can just get like a, a, a walkway just from each. Just cover it up. So if it rains, don't get rain on your head. I like that. I like it's that. It's a great idea. And it's a great idea for listening to the KSR Football Podcast. We'll see you all Saturday. At the Krogue, getting ready to watch the Cats take down the Skyhawks.
Go Cats. Go Kroger. Bag them up.